0: Welcome to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, where your hosts will discuss their daily life experiences all while being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, let's meet your hosts, Moose, Mike, and Ben. Welcome, everyone, to the Everyday Mormon Podcast, EMP, episode number 30. That's 30 for those keeping track. And... We have all three members of the MP here tonight to talk about the wonderful, wonderful things of life and the church and how it affects us, and maybe even worldly events on occasion. Um, welcome, guys.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It was such a wonderful welcome, and I am for talking about some worldly events, by the way. Hey, it was so eloquently said. I appreciate that.
0: Well, you're welcome, and you're welcome. <laughs> where, 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 where do we get started? I mean, because we have, I think we have a a lot to discuss
1: in a short amount of time. So, where do we get started? Well, I think it's only going to be based on one thing at this point. <laughs> it's a lot to talk about. Yes, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's one things. topic, but it's it's
0: a lot to talk about. So, there was a report that came out today, and I don't I don't even know if if uh, if Ben even knows about it. I didn't even send. I didn't I didn't even send this to. Uh, him so let's let's find out what if he knows what this is
1: yeah, and before you say that, this will be a good test to see if this is something that should be on our emergency preparedness list, just getting the info ah that's a good that's I love that I love what you're talking about there okay well
0: uh so here 's the thing the church, the first presidency released a statement uh today, and this is concerning the coronavirus. Now, this isn't um, just any statement. Do you know which statement I'm talking about, Ben? Yes, I do. Today's statement or yesterday's statement? Today's statement. Okay. All right. I didn't know if you knew. All right. Let's, <laughs> I won't keep you in suspense. So it says specifically, so I'll just kind of read uh, a, few, a few of the, the highlights. The first president, he made the announcement with an email to church members in the... Um, well, in the today, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It says specifically, uh, beginning immediately... All public gatherings of church members are being temporarily suspended worldwide until further notice. The first presidency uh, email said this includes state conferences, <laughs> conferences on. and other large
1: gatherings. Thank well, you. And looking at the email, moves bullet point for bullet point, it specifically says it like this. State conferences, leadership conferences and other large gatherings, all public worship services, including sacrament meetings, branch ward and stake activities.
0: There we go. Thank you. I lost my place in reading. I couldn't. I couldn't find the rest of it. I didn't see this coming. I did not see this coming either. And this is hey, because that makes of, me three. This is the part of the coronavirus um, piece of what, what's you know de- developing uh, you know uh, each day from the coronavirus. We've seen countries, entire countries, shut down. We've seen now you know part of our country go into effect. Uh, schools being shut down. Major league sports. Uh, universities. Uh,
2: yep. Every, all, what you can think of. And, it's now, and, now we have,
0: and now we have churches, essentially, being shut down. Yeah. And is this, I, I didn't see this coming, but is this an overreaction? Is that what we, would you say that?
2: Wait, be, before, before you answer that, I just want to say something. Before you answer that, right? I know you're anxious, Mike. Um, did we see this coming? No. But has the church been prepping us for this? Because remember with the changes of us going to shorter a shorter service, to have more home teachings, to be more with the family, is this in preparation for something where we won't be able to go to, for example, a sacrament uh, meeting?
1: Well, we've talked about that on, on a few different occasions on the podcast where uh, when they first came out with the new uh, home-centered learning program. Um, so, yeah, I would say – I don't know if this if is this for that. Uh, this is just part of – process I think. And Mm -hmm. to answer Moose's question, correct I I would not say that the church is an overreaction because the reason is for that piece is it's we can still do our, our stuff at home. What I'm not sure about the overreaction is is with everything else. So as an example here in Nevada they've canceled CCSD, our local uh school district, has canceled all extracurricular activities, but not school. And it's like okay, so there are more people in the school than there are at the activities. So I don't Mm -hmm. understand why you would cancel one and not the other. And so I'm not sure if that's a, what kind of move that is. So I think some of it is a little bit of an overreaction. I mean, look at what's, what's disappearing in the stores. People are buying up water as if the tap water has been some, somehow uh, compromised, (laughs) you know, and you can't get water, you know, from your water faucet. And then you have everything else people are buying up and, I tell you, I did get my my supply for in case of some quarantine for fourteen days. I got my supply of Lucky Charms, Frosted Flakes. I did get that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got to say, you
2: mentioned activities here. Where I'm at, they canceled school for four weeks.
0: Wow. Well, so you don't think that because I see a lot of overreaction in the news and the media. Look, the 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 news, and I don't care which news it is, which channel you like your the best. They um. They get paid. They get advertising dollars based on their ratings, and if yes. their ratings are good, they get more advertising dollars to sell. So their goal is to get more ratings. So it's not to deliver the best news or the good news. It's to deliver a news that people tune into. And I'm not. I'm not saying that all of them are, are bad or all of them are good or whatever. I'm simply saying that it's a business. And so we have to be cautioned from that when they're delivering the news. Papers, you know, get paid to sell papers and magazines get, you know, get paid to sell magazines. So they're going to, you know, uh, capitalize on certain keywords on keep certain phrases on certain headlines on certain, you know, whatever it is that they capitalize on. You know, businesses don't capitalize on this type of stuff. It hurts business in general. Mm-hmm. And it was, like I said, we've seen Italy shut down an entire country. We've seen uh, other countries, you know, go into quarantine. Like I say, quarantine, say, telling people, you know, stay in home, don't don't travel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for the most part, we've said the same thing. And, and we've seen other conferences around the, the globe cancel because it's a meeting of people where, where people come together from all around the world uh, for whether it's a health conference or a Comic-Con or, um, you know, a, a Technology game, conference, te- yeah, uh, health so, conference, yeah. So uh, gaming, you know, the you know worldwide gaming um, uh, conference, like like all the, the different types of conferences. I don't care what it is, they've just been canceled uh, over and over again. So when I say overreaction, um, you don't think it's an overreaction, Ben? What do you think? You think it's an overreaction? Mike says no. Do what do you think? Well, let me clarify. I said no
1: by the church. I said everything else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about the church. So you think it's an overreaction, Mike? No, yes or no from the church? No. Okay. Ben, what do you think?
2: I think from the church perspective, I don't think it's an overreaction either. I think that, you know, we've been, again, not necessarily for this. But with the homeschooling and all that stuff, I think we've kind of been prepping for this, for something would happen of this nature, or we can't. So there's no, it's not really. There shouldn't be really a disruption because you should be doing this anyway. Um, so I don't think it's an overreaction. I I am with Mike on this and the rest of it. It is kind of, it is kind of a little extreme on everything else. Um, but you, but with the media and everything, like you alluded to, Moose, um, you you can't tell what what is actually. Okay. Like what's regular and what is overreaction? Like, I I don't know. I don't even know how serious this, this is like, it, you know, the, from the symptoms to what it does, to how it,
0: to how it kills you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So, well, and okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt because I'm going to, we're going to circle back here just a moment. So, okay. so has it got your attention, Ben? Yes, it definitely has got my attention. Okay. because And it's funny
2: is that we did speak of this offline and just less than 24 hours ago, I'm like, ah, this is a joke. <laughs> this is, come on, man, just clean your hands and do a little sanitizer. Right. And now in less than 24 hours, I'm like, hey, I think I might have to do something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, all so, right. So, so Mike, what do you, how about you? Has it got your attention? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, uh, I was talking with somebody else. I said, okay, so. Are we not taking this seriously enough? Because I was the same way. Now, having said that, I'm prepared as well. Uh, I'll if, if we have to be quarantined in our home, I, I have the things that I need, and we do wash our hands on a regular basis and do these things. So it has definitely gotten my attention. I still think there's uh, by the public a little bit of real reaction, uh, but and the re- here's why, Moose, to clarify why I don't think the church is overreacting because I think the who it affects. We have so we have a lot of elderly people in our church, and they come to attend our meetings and so forth. And they're a big part of what we do. And I think that's probably more for them than it is for the rest of us that we make sure we're not, if we're a carrier, that we don't bring it somewhere for somebody else to have to fight.
0: All right. Okay. Well, I I, I withheld what I think it, whether I thought it was an overreaction or not, on purpose because uh, I don't think it's an overreaction at all. I think that we're led by. Um, uh, God <laughs> and we have a prophet at the head of the church and when we make a decision, it's based on a lot of things that we know and there's a lot of things we don't know and mm-hmm. and they get inspiration for. So I don't think it's an overreaction. I think it's a precaution and, and through today, before this announcement was made, and I was much like everybody else, I was kind of skeptical and, from the beginning uh, you know, thinking, eh, come on, it can't be that bad and as time goes on i become you know a little bit i'm like man, man i should i should really pay attention here so today <laughs> you know i mean i haven't washed my hands since 1983 so i'm not, I, i'm not going to i'm not going to do that cuz the germs that i carry on my hands are... it, it will destroy <laughs> the coronavirus if i touch it so i don't want to do that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but and they're uh,
2: immune to you at this point
0: ex- yeah it's a, uh, yeah so everybody else just be careful um but uh, no but but seriously i like uh, it's something you gotta be you, you'd have to pay attention to now. And I think that it's good to be cautious. It's good to um it's good to be prepared like you are, Mike. And I start thinking about what the church has taught us for many years of being prepared. And mm-hmm. that goes into and from my opinion, what I think, and this is just me talking, is you know, could this be part of the piece where you go,
1: you have to use your year's supply of food. It's still a year, isn't it, Mike? Well, so uh, that's a good question because I was talking with somebody recently about that as well because I assumed that it was. Uh And then I looked it up again because somebody said, no, it's like three months. I said, are you sure? They said, yeah. "Yeah." But I looked it up. It says three three months and longer. So and Mm -hmm. let me just – to go along with that, Moose, in the email – and I just caught this right before we got on and and as you guys heard me go, wow – this is what it says in emails. Bishops should counsel with their stake presidents to determine how to make the sacrament available to members at least once a month.
2: Hmm. Oh, wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Wow. Isn't that at interesting? Once a, so how long is this going to go on for? So
0: I, again, I go back to being prepared and how do we communicate and how did you, know, do you, do you have, we don't have home teachers like we used to, you know, mm-hmm. people that come out and teach. We have ministering, uh, uh, I don't. I don't know what you call it. Ministering people. I don't know. Um, so we have contacts, and that's an important piece. This yes. is so important yep. to yep. have a line of communication. And I was talking to somebody recently, and I said, "Listen, you know, you've got to make sure that you, uh, you know, go to church. That so you have got to pay attention to what's going on." And and all of a sudden, this comes out, and you go, "Oh my goodness, this could really." shut down an economy where you do need food for months. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so the other thing is, what when I started thinking about this, you know, uh, if you have close family, if you have neighbors that don't have any food or can't get, a, do you share your food? Do you share it with them? Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, know? you absolutely do. You uh, do. I am 100% on that because the the church itself has, has put away, been putting away stuff, um, food, food, uh, and financially, as we've read in the news as of late. But um, the church is prepared to support others other than just members. Yeah.
2: So as a as a new member, right? So these are some questions that I have, right? So let's say for you guys, because I know you guys are well prepared. Let's say you have your three-month supply for your family,
1: uh-huh. for
2: whatever the size family you have, right? Let's say I have a family of four, and I don't have, right? Member or not member it doesn't matter at this point, right? Do when, So you just said you do share. Mm-hmm. But when do you stop sharing, or when do you say, "I gotta look out for my family because I only have a three month supply. We're hitting month and a half, two months. Um, and do we say we don't have any more, or do you just cut them off or like or do you keep going and sacrifice what you have with your family? I, I don't know.
1: Well, I think that's a good question because I think that comes down to an individual choice as a family, as a family unit. And as a, as a leader of your family, I think you have to make that choice there. But I also will say that due to experiences I've had in my own life that I'm not so sure when they say a year, I, I feel like it's, it comes in spurts. So what may happen is this may say this goes on for three months. Let's just say three months. Um, and then at the end of three months, everything's good. You build it back up again. But you're able to share with other people if need be. Uh, I'm not so sure that a year is the long term. Goal, long-term goal of how long we're going to be without things. I, I'm completely wrong. This is just my opinion, but I do think that you share, but at some point you do have to make that choice, but it's an individual choice. Absolutely it is.
0: Yeah, and it's, a, and so, it's not so, an easy one to make. I think you still have to mm-hmm. say to yourself and, and, ha- and prayer with your family um, and say, hey, what, is, what, what do we do next? Um, because y- you want to help. You want to love your neighbor like yourself. But but how much do you have to go around, or do you ha- have more faith than me in what you're give, still given, and I'm going, man, I got to cut it off, I got to cut it off. Um, and do you do you not have the faith that God's going to take care of you? And I and I got to tell you, that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's got to well, be. So
1: yeah. So
2: so one step further, if you don't mind me asking, one step further, how do you decide you who do you share with? You can't share with everyone. Can't share with everybody,
1: right? Yeah. So, um, so like, the ultimate the ultimate question is, so what does it matter if I die today or tomorrow kind of thing? You know, what I mean by that is like if you're sharing and your time comes, then you, who, where are you going to be anyway? You're going to be with the Heavenly Father. So yeah. either way, you, you're going to be good. It's still a hard thing to do. And I think that, again, like Moose said, the most important part about this conversation that we're having right now is the prayer piece that Moose said. Correct. And that's, you know, praying the Heavenly Father and, and he will guide you as to who you should share who you shouldn't share with who to be careful of things like that
2: but here here we get into the whole the whole classification of how how faithful are you how 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 much do you stay the path you know do you because this is a situation that can Make people lose faith. Make people make decisions that, you know, the... Or or, the,
0: or does just the opposite, where it brings you closer going, oh, wow. You're right. I mean, you can imagine all the doomsday preppers right now are thinking, oh, yeah. Well, this is it.
2: This, this is, is, it. is it. I'm ready. <laughs> we were right. <laughs> I, we were right
0: all along. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. I mean, and so, you know, and to some extent you go, well, yeah, you, you should be prepared. I don't know in you know to what extent you know to each of those doomday preppers. I don't know if that's the way or maybe it's a little less. But but either way, it it does make for some good some good talk. And and by the way, um it, that whole piece of being self-sustainable as the church has been teaching us for a little while now that that's an important piece. And now we're seeing it come into play where you have to be strong and you've got to be able to teach your your children and, and your family things and uh, and be self-sustainable. Absolutely. So do you
1: think Do you back to the faith piece for just a minute here, yes. uh, Ben, and that is, is that this also will show you what, what kind of faith, it, it brings out the faith that you've had, not only who you will be, but what you've been, because we know from um, Laman and Lemuel, they were the same people the entire time through their life. They, right. they, would, they would, at some point in time they'd say, okay, yeah, we believe. And then they go right back to it. And so if you, what have we been doing our lives right now when we have the new the new program that we're doing to learn in our own homes? Have we been doing that with our families? Have we been having our daily scripture study? Have we been doing all those things to help us learn and grow together? If we haven't, that's probably not going to change because this, people are hard habits to change, right? It doesn't mean we won't, but it's harder to. Just because there's an, an event doesn't mean we just automatically change.
2: Oh, that was going to be my next question. Do you think people learn from this? So, let's say we get through this, and it's a month, it's a two month. Do you think people I, change?
0: I think people learn. And some people do go. Oh, yeah, that was a wake up call. Some people don't. Yeah. And, and by the way, speaking of event, uh, now conference you, is is you can't attend conference. General conference coming up, and we knew it was something special. The prophet told us it was going to be something special. Uh, boy, is this special? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean. No. You know, like
1: yeah, no, want absolutely, to watch it even more.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he said, and from what I understand, you can't go to the church to go to it to to watch it. You have
1: to watch it from home. Yep, that is correct. Yeah.
2: So so if you look at all those pieces, you know, from the changes in the church to to what was announced for the new conference that was coming up. I mean, doesn't this kind of see like they've seen this coming? We've seen the, we had this this you know vision or whatever you want to call it. This this has always been it's been seen and said and 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 if you want to listen to the message, we talked about it an episode or two ago where it was like, are you in tuned enough to know when the message is being said? Are you going to realize it? Do you know when the questions are answered? And and listen, the answers could have been out there all this time and we maybe haven't been paying attention
1: to it. Maybe we have. I, I don't know if that's the question to ask because if you're prepared, you're prepared, and that's listening to the voice, right? It's following, correct. Following the prophets is what you're doing, mm-hmm. so I think that's that's what where that piece is. If you're following the prophets, and that's when you're paying attention. Well,
0: let me ask you this: two things. One is, does it make you tune in to General Conference even more than it did before? Yes. For yeah. Me. Uh, yeah,
2: for me, yes. As well. yeah,
0: I mean, you know, there, I think some people go and go. Yeah, you know, I won't watch it this weekend. It's a, uh, you know, it's a uh, what do you call it? Uh, church holiday. And so they don't, they don't go to church. They don't watch the conference, you know, it's just, but so here's the thing. So it, it does make you, you know, you're like, I got to tune in. They, they're going to tell me something that I didn't know already. Uh, but the second thing is, is f- from what we've read, and I know that we're we're kind of out of time here with, with our general podcast, but from what we know and what we've been taught and some of the things that may happen with the economy from a, from a government standpoint, and the US economy and how it might fail, and how we need to be prepared for that as well if it fails. Um, is, you know, so could something like the coronavirus completely shut it down? Could it completely do in an economy and we really see a, a depression like we've seen no other?
1: Mm. Do we get to answer that question? Yeah. Out of time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Great. Right. My answer is yes, it can, because the our economy is founded by men, and this goes back to the whole piece of, of who who who's over our church, and that's the Savior and our Heavenly Father. So the answer to that question, yes, it could bring down our economy for sure.
2: You know, if you would have asked me this three days ago, I would have laughed in your face.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I would have said, no way, no way, no how. You asked me this morning. I mean, hey, ask me tomorrow. I'd probably say. Man, I'm worried, man. Yeah. This like this, this, like this, this little guy, this little thing that we joked about, say, ha, ah, you ain't got nothing going on here. Now he's become a monster or it's become a monster. And then, yeah, I, I'm really nervous about it to be honest and, with you.
0: And I was having financial discussion with, with some close friends and we were talking about some, uh, some things like, uh, you know, where their investments are and things like that. And, uh, and, and it was crazy because part of that, that talk was seeing where the stock was at the moment and then and then seeing where it is now, it's even less than it was. Mm-hmm. And we had when we had a conversation. So, yeah, it could do a lot of damage pretty quickly. And it makes you adjust. It could change businesses uh, overnight. Uh, it could certainly change lives overnight, but it, it's definitely changing businesses. Uh, it changed the way that your faith is and, and where you're, you're um, middle point is and who's your, who is your point? Who's your point of focus? If it's not Christ, um, you're, you're going to be re, You're going to be, you're in the pool and you don't know which way to swim. So I guess that's my, that's my ending statement. What about you guys?
2: I, I say be ahead of it and behind it. Listen to the message. Do go to church. I mean, a good friend of mine, uh, that's on this podcast told me, Hey, Hey, better get to church, man.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you, can't, you can't go now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. It's good to be there. Too late,
2: yeah. too <laughs> late, too it. late. <laughs> I missed the boat on it. But, but all jokes aside, you know, listen, pray, you know, give you scriptures in there. Do you do your home studies? You know, um, you know, whether it's, you know, you we always say, is it late? Is it too late? Hey, it's better something than nothing. Um, and and if you have not yet, and we get through this, let this let this be a wake up call of what may happen or what could happen.
1: Yeah, trust in the Lord, trust in the Prophet, and be close to Heavenly Father. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks, thanks everybody for joining
0: us on uh, this episode of EMP. Uh, join us next week. We want to uh, bring our stories to you from our, our family, and uh, and hopefully share something with you that you may not have heard. Uh, and if not, maybe uh, you can share with us. Uh, you can always email us at uh, podcast at Everyday Mormon Podcast. Is that right, Mike? Is it? Yeah, is that, that it? is. So I'm uh, the one who always messes it up. you got to right. Just making sure.
1: Guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to Everyday Moment Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us, podcast at everydaymomentpodcast.com.